memories. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? We are here with Cruz Ramirez Jr. I'm hey. Noel Longoria. We're super excited. We're in South Texas today. Harlingen in the house. And we're super pumped up. We're just pushing to record. We want to get some life lessons about life, family, and leadership. We're going to ask Cruz Ramirez. He's been in leadership for several years. Many years. Several years. Yes. 15 plus to be exact. Absolutely. And we just want to ask you some few questions about leadership, life, family. So let's go. Let's just, we're just going to just push record let's and see go. what comes out of this. All so, right. hey, can you name a person who has had a tremendous impact on you as a leader? Yes. His name is Perry Kearney Jr. All right. He is an executive pastor at a church that I got the opportunity to serve at. Shout out, uh, Pastor Perry. Um, he is someone who called out uh, purpose, who called out greatness, and who called out maturity during a season of my life where um, I wasn't taking myself seriously. I thought really highly of myself, but I didn't take myself seriously. So um, he saw greatness in me, and he loved me enough to uh, put uh, discipline and expectations and uh, critique on my life. He wasn't critical, but he did critique. Taught me to have tough skin, taught me to show up and be present. And one of the things that he does better than almost anybody I know is to care for the person that's standing right in front of him. He will go out of his way. He's one of the most faithful men I know. So shout out Perry Kearney Jr. Love you, Pastor. You're amazing. When you have someone like that in your life that has been super impactful, how do you have the position you yourself of saying, you know what, I'm going to allow this spe specific person to mentor me, to lead me, to guide me, to discipline me, to critique wow. me? How do you have that type of you know, position with, with that specific Yeah, specific absolutely. Person. I think it just starts with honor, number one. Um, scripture says that uh, gray hair, silver hair, is a crown of honor and glory, right? Um, and I'm not calling, I'm not calling my mentors uh, old, but I am saying that they are 10 years, 15 years ahead of me. And to me, that's the closest thing I'll ever have to a time machine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be able to zoom forward 10, 12, 15 years just on their life experience alone. So the fact that they're uh, further ahead in life than me, that they're, they've been alive longer than I am, makes them exponentially more intelligent than I, than I am. And it gives them a higher IQ at life and at leadership and at just being a human being yeah. than I do. And I've just got to be able to honor that, right? And the moment I honor that, um, that just opens this gate to access and to influence. And um, I think just opening yourself up to it, the moment you choose to honor, you're essentially um, allowing yourself to say, I'm gonna put position myself to receive from someone. So mm -hmm. that's where it began. Cool, so every organization has core values, but what are some core values that you have for your personal life? Wow, be consistent. Okay, as best as I possibly can. Am I batting a thousand in every area of my life? Absolutely not. Um, but one of the uh, consistencies that I like to hold on to is be honest. And so I'm honest about my wins and I'm honest about my losses. Um, another one of my core values is to be present. Now, that hasn't always been a core value for me. Um, but my wife, Diana, I love you, baby. She has been my girlfriend for 21 years. She's been my wife for 14 and my Come baby on. mama for six. <laughs> all right. Um, and she's taught me to have my head and my mind be present where my feet are come on you know and so um i just want to be present i want to be present in the now um and absolutely maximize every moment that i have and so a huge core value for me as a man as a husband as a father and then uh, every other sphere of influence and and whatever in my life is just be present show up yeah cool so what are you doing today to continue growth as a leader um i'm trying to 
remind myself that I don't know it all and I don't have it all and I haven't experienced it all. And as I'm getting a little older and the word older is pronounced seasoned <laughs> and mature because I feel like, man, honestly, the older I get, the younger I feel mm. uh, mentally, right? Um, but anyway, um, as, as I get a little more experience and more understanding as I start to understand what I know, I realize that I don't know very much and that there are a lot of people who know a lot more than I do. And if I can uh, invite perspectives, I'll be more complete. You know, people are trying to win. I'm just trying to be more complete and have a more complete perspective and have less blind spots and less gaps. Cool, let's let's shift the conversation. So we're talking about leadership, we're talking about life in there, but also let's, let's kind of shift it to a family. What are some things today um, that you've learned being a parent, being a husband, what are just some, you know, just in general, maybe just some things that you want to share that yeah. you Yeah, so I have two daughters, Chloe Faith, who is six years old, and Bailey Grace, who is three years old. And I've really come to appreciate uh, the power of perspectives. Let me give you uh, an idea of what that means. So on any given day, uh, the role that I play in the world that I live in, I'm a pastor. That's my vocation. That's my career. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also uh, what I've purposed my life to do. Yeah. Um, on any given day, I'll work 12, 13 hours possibly. Um, and... Uh, you know, you, you exhaust a lot. I mean, I, I know all of you listening work hard too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that I'm some sort of a martyr or something, but I am saying that my experience is at times I get emotionally drained. I get mentally exhausted. There's some fatigue that happens. Um, but when I drive home and when I pull up into my garage and I'm going to walk into my little girls and my wife, their perspective is not Pastor Cruz uh, who just gave hours at the office. Yeah. Their perspective is daddy just got home. And so their perspective does not allow for the budget of Cruz is tired or exhausted. So let's just hit, let him go watch Netflix for the next five hours. Um, their perspective is daddy is home and we are so excited that daddy's home. And so I have to appreciate their perspective and their perspective should drive my performance, right? Their perspective should drive how I engage and lean into them. And so I have to remind myself, it's not just my perspective that matters or values. It's the perspective of other people around me because their perspective is also reality and it should det- determine my course of action. So I give myself a pep talk in the in the garage and I say, boy, you're going to get in here and you're going to give your daughters and your wife the best of you. Yeah. Um, not because you're tired or not tired, but because that is what is expected of you. And so, yeah, the power of perspectives. I hope yeah. that makes sense. That's, and that's and that's the hardest thing, right? So we we give we give our best into every other area of our lives, yeah. and then we yeah. go home, and it's kind of like I'm home, yeah, right. And I think I think for me personally, I I kind of take that, and I think about like my parents in my life. I was I took I would say as a as a child, I took them took advantage of them because sure. I knew that they would always be there. Sure. So I would go give my best to everybody around yeah. me, get home, be like. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. no big deal. So, how how do you? uh, So, you said it's perspective. Um, That's awesome. So, what are some things? Like you said, what like pep talk wise? What are some things? Like, what are those specific things? So, I picked this up a while back. I don't remember what book it was, um, but I I picked up a book and and I picked this principle up. A lot of people will um, really really focus on time management, right? I got to build a budget of time, and I really I got to build a budget of of compartments. And okay, here's my light items for where I'm giving my time. Um, I don't feel like that that works, and then this book really just kind of freed me from that and essentially what it taught me was it wasn't you need balance it was like you need rhythm 
right? And so my rhythm, understanding the rhythms of my life and uh, my rhythm at the office and my rhythm when I come home. And um, the big takeaway for me when I read this book was I don't, I don't need as much time management. I'm not saying that we're not going to steward time well, but I am saying that in the time that I do have, I'm going to give all of my energy. So it's also energy management, managing um, how much I give, right? Because I could give my daughters two hours when I get home, but if I'm just like lackadaisical and I'm just kind of dragging in those two hours, those two hours were were zero quality, right? So as much as I need to manage my time, I also need to manage my presence. And so a lot of that is uh, self-talk, yeah. right? The the narrative that's happening in your head and not, get, not and not believing the entitlements that your tiredness and your weariness is gonna try to give you, right? And a lot of us have different voices and different draws when we get exhausted, when we get tired, right? When we get tired, we get emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me just tell you my story, right? So when I get tired, I get emotional and I eat. I'm an emotional eater, <laughs> right? And so for me, one of those things if, if I'm not careful and if I don't manage my energy well, I'll break certain rhythms and certain disciplines and certain um, efforts that I have going on in my life, right? And so some people, um, emotion, you know, it, like tiredness brings angst or anxiety. Tiredness brings being cranky or whatever that is. And so I just talk to myself, listen, you don't have the right to go be tired right now. Right now, what you're going to do is you're going to manage yourself well and you're going to go and just give everything you can to your daughters, right? So I appreciate their perspective. And then I recognize that at the end of the day, I'm in power of how I lean into my life. And so that's a big deal to me. Cool. We have two more minutes here with you real quick. Okay. I have these last this last questions. I want to get into a content um, question. So okay, here we go. You said this. You said um, some of you are so busy trying to escape here that you're losing opportunities here. Dreaming about opportunities when you get there. Yeah. Unpack that for me in one minute. In one minute. So here we go. Uh, there's a big difference between vision and vantage. Vantage is what you see today. Vision is the future you prefer tomorrow. Now here's the thing with that. Uh, all of your tomorrows are built of all of your todays, right? And so we don't just wake up one day and it's like, man, I'm successful. I, I finally arrived. There's no arrival, right? Your arrival moment is totally determined by every mile, every inch, every step you took to get to that quote unquote moment of arrival, right? And so rather than saying, wait, when I finally get that big break, I'm going to get it done. Be faithful with all the smalls today and all of those smalls today become the big tomorrow that you're dreaming about. And so uh, go get that done today. Not don't wait for tomorrow, what you can get done today. Peace out. Cool. Well, hey, my name is Noah Longoria. This is Cruiser Mirrors. That was 10 minutes, 10 minutes of Hey Leader just for you. Hope you enjoy that content. Share with your friends. Subscribe. Like this content. Leave some comments also. 100%. And all we want to do is push record and add value to your everyday life. Go push record.